Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the 19th day of February, and I want to thank you for joining me on this Saturday edition of the podcast. Saturdays is the day that we try and introduce what's coming up on Sunday as our double drop. That's the Deeper Daily Podcast and a full-length sermon both air on Sunday. Of course, the DDP will be right here tomorrow, and we'll continue this journey in Genesis. Today, we're going to be with Jacob in the 28th chapter of Genesis, probably be there again tomorrow. But also tomorrow, we post a full-length sermon from our January monthly meeting with our group in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We are not in a series. We are just seeing what happens uh, each month in 22, unless a series opens up for me, something that we want to explore. Uh, we're just doing whatever's on our heart. This particular sermon was one that I was unsure of the landing spot. I didn't have real, I uh, didn't have a lot of stopping points. I had an opening text and some things I wanted to say. I make that clear up front in the sermon uh, for both the people in the room and for those who watch or listen later. But having sat through it and edited it, I am really, really excited about this message. At the time I preached it, I didn't have a title, and I think I say that at the beginning of the sermon, but we do, of course, have a title to post it. And I went with Revelation Over Reason, and the cause for that title is that the sermon really has to do with Paul's text in Corinthians in which he says that the weapons of our warfare um, are not in the human, they're not fleshly, they're not, um, they're not natural. And I take that down several roads, but the predominance is that it's all about having a revelation of Jesus, not about figuring things out. And also, when we strive and struggle to figure things out, we don't have to take that as an attack against faith. And so there's a few things in this that I think will be of great interest to you, particularly how the role of your heart in your Christianity is important, and don't let the role of your heart become subservient to the role of your head. So it is not as if you have to figure everything out. You didn't come to Christ because you had theology nailed. You came to Christ, hopefully, because you fell in love with Jesus, who he is, what he represents, and you had a revelation of the love of God. If that be the case, why would you then flip and make your head most important in your walk with God? I think this will be a sermon you'll want to pay close attention to. Uh, we, we go down several roads. We get into some really good stuff, and I'll just give you a heads up. To me, the last 20 minutes of this sermon that's going to air tomorrow is... Um, I was pleased. It was as good as any 20 minutes that I felt like the Lord has given me. Revelation over reason. Check it out tomorrow. Okay. For today, in the few minutes uh, that I have remaining, we're going to try and work on this moment in the 28th chapter of Genesis. I say try. Maybe we get done today. Maybe not. In which Jacob has just woke awoken from his dream of the angels, ascending and descending on a ladder, and the Lord standing at the top of the ladder. And God speaks to him and tells him that he's going to keep him wherever he goes, bring him back to the land, not going to leave him until he's done what he's spoken. And Jacob awoke in verse 16 and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. 
And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And that's about where we ended yesterday with Jacob sort of in awe over God and the presence of God. And then this happens in verse 18. Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it, and called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city had been Luz previously. Um, I want to I focus just for the remaining moments today on this thought that when Jacob had his revelation, and this is really timely that we're at this spot considering the sermon I just announced for you tomorrow, Revelation Over Reason. When Jacob had his revelation, it is most certainly had to overpower his reason. It doesn't make sense to determine your destiny based upon the, a dream of angels going up and down a ladder. But he honors the revelation by waking up and putting an, building a pillar, an altar of, cert, of sorts to God. It's a lot like his father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham have done in that they have built a monument at the place of their great revelation. And Jacob goes a step further and calls it Bethel, Beth-el. When you see E-L in the transliteration from Hebrew to English, you're seeing a word that has God in it, E-L. And when you see Beth, you're seeing house of, thus Bethel, house of God. You'll see Bethlehem in the birth of Christ, and that's house of bread. Uh, you'll see Beth Shemesh in the Old Testament, um, Beth Sedah, uh, all of these different places, and they are house of for one you know, various translation or another, various word or another. In this case, the house of God was the place that Jacob encountered God, and really that was the this morphs into the Jewish idea of temple in that the temple will be the place that God resides, and then that evolves into our hearts, the place that God lives. Now, by the time you get to the Apostle Paul, he has taken God from the high place to the temple to our hearts, and then when Revelation ends, we are all living in this sort of temple like New Jerusalem, this it's where God is all in all in that final place. But just as Jacob has a revelation of God and builds an altar and calls it God's house, you and I have a revelation of God. We don't build an actual altar, but we dedicate our lives to that moment celebrating that God lives in us. So we all have our Bethel-like moment when we have our revelation. It's it's the end result of our revelation or the end result of our dream or our vision. It's not the, the, the naming is the end result. It's not the end. It's the beginning. It's just the end result of having had the vision or the revelation. So every revelation you have brings you to an end of something and the beginning of something. So you, you arrive at the end of what you were what you knew, and you begin a new course. Jacob begins a new course 
in this next passage. It's the first time he's had a direct word from God. Now, he's going to make his own set of promises, and he does something quite fascinating in his promises, and we'll we'll do that with him tomorrow. I'll see you then. God bless.